enormous amount of chutzpah. Truth. Zany is great in a campaign. It's great on, uh, on talk radio. What do you call it? Uncomfortable clarity? No. All right, go, go. <clears throat> I'm ready. Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. You're going to have to repeat that for me. I give you America itself! This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. I started the restricted eating. I haven't eaten in many hours, and I'm very hungry. Very, very hungry. I think they call it intermittent fasting. Whatever. Live from Studio C. (laughs) There you are. It's a dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And hey, everybody, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. You know, nothing really leaps uh, to mind. Any nominees for the peanut gallery? The weekend. Honorary yeah, general weekend. manager today. I'm biased, but Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. The new Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah. I, I see ads everywhere and in unusual places. If you're a fan of the man and his overall. Uh, yeah, it's very exciting. Looks like a good movie, too. Sean, is it possible for you to do a one-word review of the Quentin Tarantino movie? I know you're going to do more later, but you went and saw it last night, right? Opening night. Yes. What's it called? Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's got your Brad Pitt. It's got your Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Here's your one-word review. And a cast of thousands. Enjoyable. (laughs) It's a little milk toasty, but we only gave you one word. You would certainly hope for that out of a motion picture. Okay. More more accurate. I did not enjoy this. (laughs) Soundtrack. Soundtrack. Oh, oh, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That makes you that's that would make me click on it. I would click on that one word review to see what he meant by that. We had an associate uh, at one point in our careers who at one point uh, he said uh, something some goodish news about the career or whatever. And I said, "Oh, that's nice." He said, "Nice. Nice. What does that word That's the worst word in the world. It means nothing. <laughs> nice. Oh, it's nice." You've, so why did you even say that word? It's nothing. Wow. So I enjoyable reminded me of that. Seems a little it's enjoyable. Yeah. I can see why he was angry. Yeah. Jeez, that makes Apparently sense. that was his thing. <laughs> Fantastic. So, uh, yeah. So I'm trying to do a 14-hour window of not eating today. That's a big jump. You're to- diving right into it? Just in no, the deep end with sharks. No. Yeah. Read really? the directions, man. <laughs> Shake before using. Of course, that's that's one of your trademarks, isn't it? The directions look very long and complicated. I'm and not, dull. Read, I'm not reading the directions. I'll figure it out. <laughs> not my thing. Um, let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Good, uh, Jack. I just have one question for you. Did you apologize to the lifeguard yet? You know, I haven't caught him yet. I've, I've dropped oh. by there twice, and he hasn't been working. The well, time. he sees you looking for him. <laughs> yeah, he's terrible. You're, you're driving behind back the snack forth. bar. Yeah, <laughs> driving back and forth by the uh, by the town swimming pool. He keeps okay. coming back for me. <laughs> um, and you don't know, he might have quit. He might have decided, I can't do this job. Right. I do my job, and old men yell at me. <laughs> That's not what I'm looking for. 
Oh, I just thought I'd ask. <laughs> yeah, but so I've been going by the pool. Uh, there is positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Uh, doing very well. Just quick question. Do you think the same person who decided to call stretching yoga also decided to call skipping breakfast intermittent fasting? You think that was the same marketing company? I don't know. Might be. You got to give it a fancy name, man. <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh, but uh, from the Department of uh, Ignorance is Bliss... Uh, there were three large asteroids that buzzed planet Earth uh, yesterday, or actually Wednesday, sorry. Uh, one coming even closer to us than the moon. That one called 2019OD is about 400 feet at its widest part, and it zoomed by us at the amazing speed of 42,926 miles per hour. None of, these, none of these three were considered a threat by NASA, but that uh, I'd like to know about that stuff ahead of time. Or maybe I wouldn't. I don't think I would, actually. Moon close, although that's not super close, but uh, by uh, celestial body standards, it's close. Mm. I'm not a celestial body, so I have different standards. It, it will be, it will, maybe that would be the great uniting thing for the world, is if uh, scientists, probably American scientists, announce... All right, we got an asteroid coming, and it's going to come really close. Like, it could hit us, and if it doesn't hit us, it's going to be close. Like, mm. like, you know, mess up your hair, make it windy close. Uh, we got to wow. figure this out. I wonder if that would focus the whole world on something as opposed to our uh, our differences. Uh, I read uh, a scholarly piece on that very question. As it turns out, according to this author, and I found his arguments compelling, uh, it would indeed divide us. Because there would be, uh, well, there would be various ideas for how to deflect the thing or protect the Earth or whatever. But then it would be clear that if we were to deflect it to the east, which is the you know best option, um, that would carry a forty percent higher risk that Japan was obliterated. So Japan would say, "Oh no 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 no, that may be the best option for you. It's not the best one for us. So we better deflect it west." At which point, all of China would say, "Yeah, wait, whoa, wait, we've looked at the math. It ain't going west." And then, you know, the U.N. would get involved, and, and we'd still be arguing when the thing hit right in the middle of downtown Indianapolis. Can we take another vote? It would certainly be a big worldwide story for as long as it uh, was being followed. Two excellent pieces of fiction on that theme. Uh, the Last Policeman by somebody or other. I can never remember authors. Tim Sandifer uh, recommended that one to Probably me. Probably Herman Melville. It, her, that's correct. <laughs> Herman Melville. And in spite of our vicious Twitter war yesterday, yes. Tim and I, um, uh, it's an excellent book, and you might enjoy it. Uh, there is an asteroid going to destroy the Earth, and it's about cops who continue to enforce the law, even though everybody's going to be obliterated, and their ambivalence about their job. Fascinating. Huh. An the interesting one, idea. David Bowie's Five Years, the opening track from Ziggy Stardust and the okay. Spiders from Mars. There is no, I guess the title is what? The Amazing Tales of Ziggy Stardust, or... Come listen, y'all, about Ziggy Stardust. <laughs> Come I can't listen, remember. y'all. I think that was it. It's yeah, called Moby Dick. <laughs> Moby Dick by David Bowie. There's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'll break out the cakes. We do have celebrity birthdays today. Oh, yeah. First one, actress, producer, actually past heartthrob of mine, <laughs> Sandra Bullock. It's 55 today. Sandra's... No, I heard the other day, who, who turned 50 that shocked me? Oh, J-Lo. Yeah, turned fifty mm-hmm. yeah. the other day. Couldn't oh, believe yeah. it. That's her claim to fame yeah. is that she looks like that and is fifty. Yeah. Coming out with a new uh, movie where she's a stripper who rolls clients. Yeah, yeah. at age fifty. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you know, well, all right. y- y- you might look like that. I might look like that. Most of us might look like that if we ate and exercised the way she does. Like mm-hmm. it's our job because it is. Yeah, yes. I mean, she is just obsessive about her exercise and her eating. Yeah, 
Which you don't you don't know what that would do for you. And her and A Rod are the most exhausting perfect couple I've ever seen. Oh yeah, I think I think you see most of us partially we couldn't dedicate our our lives to working out like that and everything like that because we got things we're thinking about. Those two are not burdened by thought uh, thinking <laughs> by more complicated things to think about. Yeah, I don't get the idea. Stray Rod is uh, Stray Rod has ever had like two thoughts. In a single day. No, and I've known lots of guys <laughs> like that, particularly guys that I right. knew, that could they, they could work out all afternoon and just stare straight ahead. I mean, they got <laughs> nothing going on. Right. It's liberating. <laughs> I really I like the mixing in of staring straight ahead while working out. <laughs> well, they do. I've seen these guys, and they, they, they can just, whatever machine they're on, just all day long, because they got nothing going on. <laughs> wow. Back to Sandra Bullock and her net worth. She is worth $200 million. Now, that astronaut pay yeah, was a big part of that. That was it. Yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. Now, the big, big birthday. Rock and roll's ultimate icon. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mick Jagger turns 76 today. Still wow, singing. That's Robert still Mueller old. Dancing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mick's net worth, though. $360 million. You're kind of going, well, that's not as much as we thought. He's apparently had eight children with five women. He's only been married once, but apparently keeping all the eight children and the five women paid off has taken a toll on his <laughs> finances. Apparently, he ought to be le- worth billions of dollars. Yes, $360 million. I don't think the eight children with five women are, is, uh, is, is anything to admire. But everybody's just cool with it, I guess. Oh, I'm not saying it's something to be admired. Oh, I know, I'm but just it's, just, it's it's glossed yeah. over, particularly yeah. with, with musicians and athletes. Right. If you knew a human being like that, you'd think, what the F is wrong with that person? Oh, yeah. That's like an NBA player or a rock You're star. You're like an animal. you just running around impregnating anything that raises its butt. And not fathering way. them. And not right. being a father to them, right. yeah, biologically yeah. you're their father, but you're you're not raising them. You're not teaching them to ride a bike or any of the values of the world or any of the things that come with fatherhood, which is a full time job. And and they get a complete pass for it, athletes and musicians, for whatever reason. On the other hand, he wrote Tumbling Dice, so shut up. Oh, wow, <laughs> wow. I just I can't even imagine that. Yeah. I can't even imagine having eight kids spread around the world that I don't know. I don't. I didn't have much to do with them. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, it's just a, a, a different universe to me. It's like a different animal. Sure. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. How did it already get to be Friday? Thank God. Uh, July 26th, the year 2019. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Well, start me up. Kick on the starter. Give it all you got. Precisely according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go at Mark. Is taxes on pensions. Here I'm, I am answering. I'm telling you, Mr. Order, 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 order. Mr. Lavery, you're another overexcitable denizen of the house. Calm yourself. It would be therapeutic for you to do so. Calm yourself. Calm yourself. Order. Was that the remix? What happened there? I want to have infinite pints of beer with that guy. <laughs> so, uh... so now you got Bojo in the PM chair, and then you got order guy still doing that gig. This is Damn, I, did C-SPAN cover this? I want that on my TV every day. So that was Bojo's first standing up in front of uh, all those people since he was... Mr. Avery, come yourself! <laughs> since he got that. the nod from the queen, because he had to go over to the, yes. the palace and have the and kneel down in front of the queen and have her accept him as the prime minister before you can do your job. Bend a knee to some old 
bag who just happens to be the daughter of some other old bag. And I think Please. that's her al- some form of government. 11th prime minister or something like that. 13th a lot. She's been around a long time. Yep. Queen's a nice old gal. I shouldn't call her an old bag. It's the system of government that's that's absurd. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in the Not words of fault. Johnny Rotten, uh, God save the queen because tourists are money. Mm. Uh, what's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Uh, United States Marines busted, accused of smuggling illegals into the U.S. Iran busts loose a missile, and Pelosi and AOC closed-door meeting. Coming up. Well, really? So they finally got together? Because they hadn't talked since, like, February or something like that. Finally, the tension was just killing me. I'm so glad they got together. It is something that they've been at each other yeah. for so long and never spoke. Mm. That's, that's, that's a woman thing. <laughs> Is it? Oh, wow. uh, yeah. How's mailbag look? Oh, outstanding. Plus, we have clips of the week in wow. moments. That's next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Interesting political analysis in the New York Times, and it's one of their most shared articles this week. Some political science person broke down the three parties that are the Democratic Party. And it's among the most interesting things I've heard about uh, politics on that side in a long, long, long time. Fantastic. I'll have to share that later. Super. The uh, failing New York Times doing a fairly good job of uh, of analyzing that sort of thing lately. The Tom Friedman piece that got so much attention. Calling out his own party for being Looney Tunes. Uh, so, uh, looking forward to that. Right now, mailbag must wait hmm. for a few minutes for a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. And I think in this generation, we need a, a deeper level of emotional and psychological rebonding. It's very clear that those uh, that ship was in Omani waters. This is an illegal and hostile act. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Well, I look at you this morning and I ask myself, do you look daunted? Do you feel daunted? I don't think I don't think you look remotely daunted. DMV is the retail face of government. We can never repay all that the 9-11 community has done for our country. This is real. They're teaming up with the vineyard to make a box that is half Cheez-Its and half wine. Given my role as a prosecutor, there are reasons why my testimony, testimony will necessarily be limited. Yes, no, correct, true, no, correct, thank you. Perpetuated <laughs> injustice. I take your, I take your question. Gentlemen's time has expired. The witness may answer the question. I take your question. You put it in a paper sack, lit it on fire, dropped it on our porch, rang the doorbell, and ran. The Democrats had nothing, and now they have less than nothing. In your investigation, did you think that this was a single attempt by the Russians to get involved in our election, or did you find evidence to suggest they'll try to do this again? No, it wasn't a single attempt. They're doing it as we sit here. I have these notes, but I gotta say I'm just fired up to be here today. Pretty cool! Pretty damn cool! 
that fully? <laughs> that guy's a zillionaire owner of an NBA team. Wow. Wow. What would you be like if you had a gazillion dollars and owned a sports team? I'd be I'd be crazy. I'd be in every, every interview. I'd be sitting on the bench. I'd be running around like a lunatic. Calling I'm a, plays. I'm a billionaire. I own the team for fun. That's why I own this team. Right. I've never understood why these guys are in suits sitting up in the stands with grim faces. Not talking to anybody. Because they're generally d- d- bitter old rich guys. What's the fun of that? I think I'd be more Mark Cuban than Steve Ballmer, though. Kind of jeans and a t-shirt stunted arrested development sort of thing rather than exasperated hype man constantly <laughs> but uh, yeah yeah not many people know his act but he's he's obviously childlike in some ways i mean this is great Woo! <laughs> that's fabulous you know we barely have any time for mailbag michael we could, we could certainly do a bonus mailbag a little bit later on in the hour We'll jam it in here and there. It includes an email in which I or we, I think both of us, are called fascists. Which is, libertarians would be uh, horrifying were it not so stupid. So stay tuned for stupid. It's a note from Dave. I can usually understand all of you, speaking of being hard of hearing, with the exception of Marshall Phillips. I spent decades repairing heavy equipment and have some hearing loss. Does Marshall have a foreign accent? Yeah, he does. He has a very, very thick Finnish accent. All Dave says he can make out is something about Marshall scratching marionettes with old quarters that bring home bacon. Yeah, that's it. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, He's a recent immigrant to our land, Dave. Everybody's messing with our election process among the headlines on the way. Armstrong and Getty. So as the dust settles on the hearing that shall not be mentioned, aside from the outside couple percent who are still howling about various things, yeah, it, it seems, I admire their stick to itiveness. It seems like there's been some settling on the issue of the fact that the Russians really, really, really tried to blank up our election, mm-hmm. and they're continuing to do that, and a lot more countries are going to do it this time around. Right. We've got some of the data on that coming up. I'm, I'm glad that maybe has finally emerged as the story we should be talking about. Uh, right. Right. I have I have a very different take than a lot of people have, as usual. Um, but I'm looking forward to the discussion. Fantastic. Because, yeah, we're absolutely getting targeted. A lot of what you see in here is going to be BS from the mullahs, for instance. Part of what was released yesterday is uh, Russia went after all 50 states... Election processes, their computers, their whatever. So not just disinformation and propaganda, actually hacking it. Right. Wow. Okay. When they ever change any votes in a close election, and we are going to have a mess. Oh, yeah. A mess. Uh, Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, more than a dozen U.S. Marines from Camp Pendleton in Southern California are under arrest in a human smuggling investigation. Unbelievable. 16 Marines very publicly pulled out of battalion formation and taken into custody by the Naval Criminal Investigative Service, NCIS, yesterday. Their alleged crimes range from illegal drug charges to getting paid to bring illegals into the United States. The arrest coming weeks after two other Marines at the base were arrested near the border by a patrol agent after allegedly helping to smuggle illegals across the border into California. The Marine Corps saying they gained information about the other's alleged involvement 
after that first set of arrests. You know, I'm not excusing this. I find it absolutely horrifying that a Marine would uh, aggressively break the law like this in a way that uh, harms our national sovereignty and the rest of it. But at some point, you have to admit that we've sent the message over and over again. Our media certainly have. The, the, The government of California has sent the message that the moment these people get across the border, not only are they not lawbreakers or to be deported, they're better than Americans. I mean, these are these are angels among us. And so it, it's one of the zillion and six laws from some people's perspective that there's, you know, the letter of the law, but there's no spirit behind the law. It's, it's a harmless crime. Everybody loves illegals. So I just, this is what you get. When you flout the law, when you have your ridiculous sanctuary cities, where you just declare, we don't like these laws, so we're not going to follow them. What sort of society do you think you're going to get? A lawless one. It looks like Iran has test-fired a medium-range ballistic missile that traveled more than 600 miles. Senior administration officials telling Fox News, we are aware of reports of a projectile launched from Iran and have no further comment at this time. While the missile wouldn't have posed a threat to any shipping or U.S. bases in the region, it is certainly another escalation in the tensions that have been rising for more than a month, as there have been a number of encounters now between Iran and the U.S. and its allies. And House Speaker Nancy, excuse me, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez meeting today behind closed doors to discuss their differences. That meeting is already wrapped up. Mm. Meeting coming before Pelosi's going to be holding her weekly news conference. And all this coming before the House begins its five-week summer break through Labor Day. I guarantee you, Nancy F. Pelosi, as in effing, is uh, resentful as hell that she's been maneuvered into a place where she has to go face-to-face with some dumb freshman congresswoman. I mean, to be maneuvered into a spot where she has to meet with her. She's a busy gal, and there's 435 of those geeks running around the Capitol. And she's not told who to meet with. The fact that she sort of kind of had to, I'm telling you, there's resentment there. And, And Queen Nancy is looking for a way to take her down. I can picture Nancy just lecturing her like, listen, you young punk. Uh, well, yeah, although she's too clever. I think she she will go Queen Cersei on her right. for fans of the Games of Thrones uh, and, and, you know, and uh, smile to her face and then sharpen the knives. The Onion has a headline on this. Pelosi-concerned, outspoken, progressive flank of party could harm Democrats' reputation as ineffectual cowards. <laughs> <laughs> Accused child rapist and Manhattan financier Jeffrey Epstein is back in his New York jail cell. After Isn't being... he an admitted uh, sexer up of underage girls? Because he was yeah. in he jail. He was convicted in, in, convicted in Palm Springs, I believe. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. much of a jail situation, as we found out. Right. right, but he is an admitted perv. But anyway, Marsh, go ahead. Anyway, he's back in jail after he was in the hospital for a little while this week. He was found on the floor of his cell in a semi-conscious state in the fetal position with marks on his neck. And investigators say they've still not figured out what happened to him. But speculations ranging from a suicide attempt to a possible assault and conspiracy theorists are indeed getting involved in this one, pointing to Hillary well, Clinton. Well, somebody's keeping this quiet. For he's, if he Is he unconscious? 
well, unable might not to speak be this entire time? He might not be talking. Well, why aren't they yeah. telling us that? I don't know. And we so got a- we got this note from a uh, frequent critic, Linda. Yes. Good morning. So today you actually accused Hillary Clinton of trying to kill Epstein in his cell. Um, no, not really. That was so, a uh, a tongue that was said with a tongue dipped in mirth. Yes. So like Trump, you drop an accusation with nothing to back it up and just leave it there, hoping it'll stick. That's why Hillary <laughs> called some of his supporters deplorable. I think that fits you this morning. I have less than nothing to back that up. <laughs> Linda, it was meant to be ridiculous. <laughs> Linda, you are either dumb as a post, or more likely. Given your rather, uh, her, her, her emails are uniformly well-written, perfectly punctuated, right. those of a, a person of letters. I think you are, Linda, incapable of, of perceiving irony and or sarcasm. Uh, and and that's not, that does not make you a bad person. I mean, I, I've tried to appreciate opera. Uh, I just can't get there. Uh, there are a couple of things like that. I just it, I don't uh, hire mathematics. You might as well be teaching them to a dog, as me. Right? Doesn't make me a bad person. <laughs> right? But Linda, you need to find somebody who does appreciate irony and ask them about the things we say. Maybe play them little tapes of the show <laughs> and say, "Did they mean that, or was that sarcasm?" All right. Right. Okay. So the Clintons almost pulled off killing Epstein in his cell. I know it was the same guy yes. who set up the Vince yes. Foster yes. killing, who was in charge, according to my deep web, dark web sources. All right, that is a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. There's a petition going around. Come on. Yeah, don't worry about it. All right. There's a petition going around. 65,000 people have signed it so far to change the date of Halloween to the last Saturday of October. Oh, yeah, to make it Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there'll be debauchery. That's my fear. Why wouldn't we do that? I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm one Because that, of, well, the sacred meaning of October 31st. I'm one that, de- <laughs> right. I'm one that decries always using safety as an argument for everything because it wears me out. But, right, uh, right. Uh, I don't know why we need to be out on a Tuesday night walking around. Oh, this move has nothing to do with children. Oh, it's so you can partay yeah, down. Right. It's like the movie. Exactly. exactly. But so would, adults exactly. can dress as sexy kittens, get yes. hammered, and not have to go to work the next day. Yeah. And, well, and well, like the movement to make the Super Bowl on a Saturday, it has my full support. But that fits in with children, too. As a uh, parent of two young kids, uh, Halloween is not the easiest night to uh, get your kids into bed and have a regular day the next morning and everything like that at mm-hmm. school. So I um, like it. It's just practical. How, how, do, how do you hang on to uh, keeping it? Uh, nope, 31st is very important. All right. It's always the same date. Big Pagan going to make an uproar. <laughs> Big Pagan. <laughs> Big an uproar. Yeah. It's not important. It's just, uh, no, it's, it could not it's be a less made up, important. It's a made-up candy holiday for kids exactly. and party night for, for older people. It's more a national festival of diabetes than anything else. And, <laughs> and drunkenness. And whorishness. It's sluttiness. Right. It's my exactly. chance to dress really slutty once a year. I'm, I'm just not that sort of person. Diabetes so. and sluttishness. <laughs> So it might as well be on a Saturday night. <laughs> Why not? Fantastic. I'll sign the petition. We've settled that. It's a petition to Trump to change it. Could he do that with an executive order? Could Donald Trump change Halloween? That's a good question yeah. for a... Uh, well, let me check the Constitution. Here, let's see. I'm checking the index. Yes. 
Um, let's see. Hold these trees. The truth to be self-evident. Halloween. Halloween. I'm not seeing Halloween. Decide what day holidays <laughs> should be on. Look, look under right. each of the appendix. Right. Decide what day made-up holidays should be right. on. I had the appendix removed. <laughs> right. By the way, by the way, I woke up Squawky. He's ready to go. Oh, nobody cares. There's our oh, eagle. Oh, come on. There's our eagle symbolizing freedom. Um, oh, so, we need to find a, a stuffed squawk right. that right. Kelly sent us. Right. I think he's Kelly. Um, we need to find a place for that. Is there some a, a roost of some sort? Yes. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. That's right. Birds that's deserve a roost. roost. Yeah. How about that TV monitor up there? Could it? Could Squawky sit on top Perfect of that roost? Perfect. Roost. Fabulous. Yeah. And we need to post a picture on the interwebs too. Right. All right. Um. This so is, is so a whole bunch of countries are uh, have messed with our elections. More are messing with our elections now. Mueller our sacred the traditions day. like Halloween. Another uh, report came out on that yesterday. And what if uh, Iran or somebody else starts messing with elections? To hurt Trump, not to help Trump. Then how does everybody react to that? Those who have been howling for years now about Russian interference and how unholy it is, if it's against Trump, yes. Well, more on that Will in a Adam Schiff be every bit as offended? Uh, Keep your up, eye on Canada. With his up, skinny little neck. <laughs> coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So we know more about the extent to which the whole world is screwing with our elections. Uh, More on that later. Also, we haven't talked enough about the water bucket attacks on the cops in New York and what that says about a society that's completely breaking down, maybe? Yes. I would say it's much, much more serious than it sounds. Ooh. That's something to watch. Uh, if you don't know about that, stay tuned. Yep, please do. A little bonus mailbag for you here. Oh, my, Jack. The reaction of the Mueller hearing continues to pour oh, in via email. That. And if somebody comes in here with a cattle prod and forces me to read those emails, I'll read them. But I, not until then. I have the TV ratings for you, which were down. They're going down as we go further into these hearings. Mm. Fewer oh, yeah. and fewer people are tuning that. in. I will tell you this, though. I've enjoyed reading a lot of the good folks' reactions. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com is how you email us. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. A lot of good, uh, you know, perceptive uh, thoughts, and, and also I've enjoyed reading them. But, again, we're moving on. Uh, boy, this is this is troubling. You remember the story you brought us, Jack, yesterday about the, the man who believes all the birds have been replaced. Right. Um, and uh, what appear to be birds now, you fools. Our government drones. Absolutely. He's put up, all of them. He has put up billboards, I believe in Kentucky, that say every tweet is a lie. The government has replaced all birds with surveillance drones. Right. From tiny little hummingbird drones to, you know, like big old egret drones. Poor crazy guy. Everything in between. Crazy. That's what they always say for the, the guy who, you know, makes the leap forward. So uh, Scott writes, gentlemen. Listening to today's show, you guys are talking about government drone birds. When I go out to my car, what do I see? What do I see? He writes, one of them there drone birds sitting on my car giving me the stink eye. I was skeptical at first, but a doubter no more. See the attached pic. And I should have blown it up for you, Jack, because it's kind of hard to see. It's quite small. But uh, the drone bird staring at him. With its black, black, heedless eyes. A doll's eyes. Right, 
<laughs> exactly, <laughs> Captain Quint, because those aren't eyes at all. Those are monitors. Fools. Mm. Thanks, Scott. David in Georgia, four-hour listener since 05. Wow. Thanks, brother. Uh, several days ago, you suggested it, and I tried it for the first time today. Onion and sausage on a pizza. Good call. My new favorite. <laughs> wow, That's great. Wow. Wow. <laughs> You've been listening four hours a day for 15 years. And he finally writes in. <laughs> Guys, great suggestion on that pizza topic. <laughs> Enjoy oh, that, That's David. hilarious. Please, uh, feel free. You want some sausage? Uh, I tried to order a pizza online from a place we go the other day, and uh, to do that, you had to fill in a, a, a ridiculous amount of information. And oh, I thought, yeah. what's up here? And then the privacy agreement, I clicked on that, and it was a, we get to share every bit of information we get from you right. with whoever. So you're going to take my credit card number, my name, my address, my phone number, all this stuff, and sell it to somebody. F you, I'm not buying a pizza from you. I don't think they'll probably sell your credit card number. I think that's illegal, but the rest of it, sure, all the data, and, and sure. And see, the thing is... God dang it, do, do companies... They combine that bit of information they get from you with every other known bit of information on the Internet, and they put together a full profile on Do companies know they're doing that? Or is that just, oh, yeah. the, is that oh, just yeah. the website they signed up with? Is there anybody out there making a website? Here's an opportunity for people to order pizza online or do whatever online with your store, but it doesn't collect your information. Does that exist? Does not? Yeah. Well, no. Well, yeah, probably so. But I don't know uh, if if people choose that because I'm sure data boys who design the website to get a pizza then sell your data, they make it much more attractive to go with them because they're making money off of it. But all these places that are forcing you to online, do everything online because right. it's cheaper, Yeah, you can't well, do and that so and... So they can sell the data. Well, I don't like it at all. Yeah, it's not... I'm not doing business with you. I will not buy a pizza at your place. In in many cases, it's not, oh, and by the way, we're selling data. It's That's why they're doing it. Um, although saving on labor is part of it. Although... In my experience, the person answering the phone ain't worth much in a lot of these places, so I don't know what you're paying them. Of course, in the brave, democratic, progressive future, even if you're worth practically nothing as a human being, if you can fog a mirror, you will receive a wage such that you can raise an entire family. You bring no value, but you get ample value in the progressive future. Makes me nuts. No Name Ron writes, you're talking about the many safety rules that are causing anxiety in children. Among other things, we actually laid out a a rather uh, complete manifesto of why kids are so anxious these days. I wonder if another side effect of those rules in particular not allowing risk-taking adds to the popularity of action movies and superhero movies. People doing fun, risky, kind of get-banged-up things. This sounds like it could be something, but it's probably wrong, since a lot of people also want to watch food shows, and it doesn't seem to be because they aren't allowed to eat. So my apologies, as in the end, this seems to have been a waste of time. Perhaps in the end, so is life. Oof. Wow. That was quite a journey on that email. Yeah, Yeah, I'm telling you. (laughs) K-O-T-M-Q, keep on taking my questions. Cordially yours, no name Ron. Thank you, uh, N-N-R. Let's see. Do we have time for this one? Um... People brought up the uh, removal of religion from society uh, as one of the reasons we need now to codify everything. There have to be written, posted rules for every single aspect of human behavior because just being a good person, obviously a good person wouldn't do that or the other, is no longer as big a thing as we've become more and more secularized. 
And he points out um, that uh, we see in China what takes the place of religion. And then this is this is Ron still. Um, and then he signs off with, and this is a, a legendary Armstrong and Getty story. Keep on wishing that pig good luck, for that pig is us. It was a pig on the spit that your son was concerned about. Yeah, man, that was a rough story. That was a long time ago. He was a little kid. He was probably like three years old. We saw a pig being barbecued and turned on a spit, and it really affected emotionally my son at the time. Yeah, yeah. He started to get all teary-eyed, and he he is like pulling at my hand as we walked by, and I said, what are you doing? He said, I wanted to go wish that pig good luck. (sighs) A little late. Uh, uh, (laughs) A little late. (laughs) Don't criticize the little child, Sean. On the other hand, son, that pig is delicious, and deliciousness is a gift for everyone. So that pig is really giving of himself. Where do you think bacon comes from? You love bacon. <laughs> they don't volunteer it. No, that's a journey, though, that a kid makes. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Right. Yeah. If an animal is delicious, it should be killed. You, you, it's crime is deliciousness. Kids have <laughs> to become awakened uh, to the realities of life. Uh, but you don't want one at all at once, and there are different ages for different things. But right. it's it's not it's not pleasant watching the innocent become aware of how awful the world is. <laughs> and no. not specifically talking about murdering pigs for food. I'm all for that, but <laughs> they're not all cartoon creatures that talk and have happy lives, for instance. Right. What if you kill the pig in self defense? It's attacking you. <laughs> and then you enjoy its juicy pork chops. Armstrong and Getty. <laughs> 